We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Then all the way down at the bottom, do not play at, 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 at any point. Do not get suckered in. Do not play Lee Peltier. <laughs> I was wondering who that was going to, because he's going to be—he's probably going to be the cheapest fullback available. Yeah, he doesn't do anything. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from RotoWire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit RotoWire.com/soccer. And now here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the RotoWire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of RotoWire. Joined on this Thursday, April 11th by Jordan Cooper to talk about this weekend's Fantasy Premier League slate. I guess we had Champions League this week. I already, I've already forgotten because uh, it was a, nothing of note to me. Thank you to uh, one of my locks not coming through, Jordan. And it wasn't the lock that I thought wouldn't come through. What, Lionel Messi? Yeah. Yeah, but everyone had him. So, I mean, what, 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 did it matter that much? Um, I mean, in GPP, sure. If you, fade, if you faded him, sure. I yeah. get it. But in cash? Yeah. He was like 100% owned in <laughs> most of my contests. Yeah. That wasn't the one but, I was expecting to not, not do well. Well, it, it really came down to whether or not you took Ronaldo or you took Akeem Ziyech. No, it didn't. 
Well, I mean, because they pretty much put up the same score. Yeah. It, it had to do with what, what else you did. What else should you have done? I don't even know. That's my problem. I, I wrote about um, Veltman twice, like in my two-day article and my one-day article, and didn't play him because it just didn't fit my the rest of my build, and I clearly should have played him. Well, I played him in the one day, but I didn't risk it in the in the yeah. two day. In the two, I actually played Dejan Lovren in the two day, How'd and played Alexander sense? Arnold with him. Like my utility spot was, I mean, I played three defenders on the first day, mm-hmm. and basically I uh, prioritized Trent Alexander Arnold over Bernadeski. Mm, I played both. Right. I mean, yeah. Obviously, you can play both, but mm-hmm. you know, I, think... I wanted to play Messi and Ziyech. That's what I did, and I played Salah in the forward spot. That's what I did as well. We apparently had very similar lineups. Um, I played... I ended up with Matuidi instead of Bettencourt, and that was the difference. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, to me, the, the, why waste the 800 difference? Like, I played Bettencourt in the one day, but not in the two day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't play the two but, day, the one day. Yeah, but looking at the salary, once you get down to that level, as we spoke about on the podcast, it's like... Pick any of these people. Yeah. Just pay down as much as you, you can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I played Messi and I played De Gea against him. Mm. I played Lloris. My... Oh, yeah. Well, there, there you go. There's the difference. Yeah. You play Lloris. And, but I, I played Gundawan. That was my mistake. Ah. Uh, By two and a quarter points. Yeah. I kind of wish I didn't play Salah. I was going to play Mane, actually, which would have been, been worse. But, like, I don't know. I. So, I mean, they were the biggest favorites yeah. on the slate. I mean, if you're <clears> going to take anyone from, I mean, just just stack Liverpool. Yeah. And I, I get it. I mean, he was he was highly owned in cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As usual, it comes down to the goalkeeper. Navigate it. No, because there were a t- couple of goalkeepers that were fine. Like, uh, uh, Allison matched Lloris, and obviously he was much more expensive. But, like, it's not like Lloris was the only high-scoring goalkeeper. Right. But, I mean, it is what it is. It's Champions League. And you were lucky if you if you played GPP and you faded Messi. Right. At 10K. Although. If you watch the match. He, I was, in the, he was in the winning lineup anyway, though. Right, well, because he was so high. I mean, it's most likely going to be in the winning lineup when he's like 90% owned. He was, yeah, he was 65 and a half in the back heel. Right, okay. I'm just so saying. 35% like of people. Right. play him. But it didn't matter. Like, people still won with him. Only because, well, who else did anything worth of value? I mean, I'd Nabi like... Keita. Yeah, but that's a midfield spot. Yeah. Firmino. The, I really like this lineup. I wouldn't have played it myself. But the one that won it um, was Firmino, Ronaldo, Keita, Messi in a midfield spot. And then three defenders. Trent Alexander-Arnold, Tellis, and Jordi Alba, of course. And Hugo okay. Lloris. Right, yeah. No Man City, and you're going to play Lloris. Mm-hmm. The Jordi Alba utility was not something I considered. I'll admit. I I I, pl- I, I, I mean I played him in GPP, but yeah. I mean, well, that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah, but I played I I played like Alba, Messi, Suarez, and mm-hmm. be like you know mm-hmm. Barcelona is going to score four goals. Right. Those types of lineups. Mm-hmm. And of course, I, I I took a shot on Donny Van de Beek, and mm-hmm. that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. He seems to be like if you can be like a popular underowned guy, he was the most popular. It felt like. 
Or maybe well, it was I, just I, by I, I, people in the Discord talking about him. Well, I would I would have taken Neris, but I was already filling my forward spots. Right. So it's like, do I need a forward-only player? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay, who could I kick, kick a shot on on Ajax? Especially with all that line movement. Yep. Even after Ronaldo was in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, he was going to play. I mean, I, I didn't see him not playing. But it seemed, at least, I understand why, because Ajax are not a bad team. Mm-hmm. That, you know, the day of, like, the line moved from, like, U- Juve being, like, a plus 120 favorite to, like, even money. to ev- They're both even. Like a pick em. Yeah. I And some some books, Ajax was actually the slight favorite. Wow. So that's why I was like, okay, where where are all my Juve shares? Right. Like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get off of Ronaldo here. I'm gonna get off you know because my two, the two day slate, like you you could still make pivots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so where can I throw in? That's when I'm throwing in Ajax. I'm playing more Ziyech. Ziyech was more like a cat. Like I played, I think eight lineups, and I originally had Ziyech in my cash lineup and in none of the seven GPP lineups. Huh. Going like, okay, I'll get 13 points out of Ziyech without a goal or an assist. And then find a, a, a double goal scorer right. elsewhere. Right. Play play Ronaldo. Play Suarez. Play or play two Liverpool players. I'm playing, you know, Mane Salah together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. That's why I was like shifting over. That's why I got, I got the Donny Van de Beeks. And I was able to put <laughs> Veltman in. Yeah. You know, those types. Of, and then switch a lot of goalkeepers to, like, Onana to play Veltman-Onana combo. Mm. Sounds fun. Didn't work out. No. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Let's go. Let's jump into Premier League. Um, we've got a pretty gross slate, actually, uh, for a five-gamer. Um, I hate this slate. I There I is a, a single player on this slate who we'll talk about in a little bit who I, I I can't even describe like the feeling I got when I realized I might play him. Uh, It was a combination of disappointment um, and rage. I think I know who the player is. I think you, you might, you might. Yeah, I definitely, I think, (laughs) but the reason why I hate this, it's, at first glance, it looks like the type of slate that I'd like. Yes. A lot of the top teams are out of it. Tottenham's yep. playing in the early game. You don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So right now, uh, let, let's start with the 10 a.m. games. Yeah. Uh, you have Everton as a minus 128 away favorite to Fulham. Already relegated the, Fulham. Already relegated. So they, I mean, I mean they're still going to play off the season. But sure. if anything, but maybe you see some rotation, maybe some of the younger Players play a little bit more. Uh, two and three quarter total there. And then you have Burnley as a minus 106 home favorite currently. Hovering around a two and a half total against Cardiff. Who are nearly relegated. Mm-hmm. Or on their on their way yeah. to. I mean, we may have a, a final like game. The, the last the 38 match day where like all of the relegation spots may be decided. Yeah. This is pretty much a six-pointer, though. Yeah, I mean, well, if anything, Cardiff needs to get points out of this game. Yes. 
I mean, Burnley's right. Burnley's be a little safe, safe regardless, yeah. right? But I mean, obviously, Burnley would love all three. Yeah. I mean, to cement safety. Yeah. But I mean, the, the, this means more to both teams. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we have, let's see, uh, Brighton plus one thirty-four home favorites to Bournemouth, and that's a two and a quarter total. Southampton plus one sixty-five favorites, which is basically even. Mm-hmm. To, I mean, Wolves are plus two or three, and that's the lowest total on the board. That's yeah. two and a two and a quarter, and the juice is going under that. Mm-hmm. And I was then, surprised about that line, actually. Well, Wolves haven't haven't really looked good recently. Yeah. And Southampton are fighting are fighting relegation essentially. Yeah. And then uh, the twelve thirty game, the late game, the worst game on the slate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man United are the biggest favorite, minus 242 at home against West Ham with a three total. Mm -hmm. And if that game was at 10 a.m., I wouldn't hate the slate so much. Mm -hmm. Because Man United just played Champions League. You have to assume this. Yeah, and they play next week, and you're going to have to. You assume there's going to be some amount of rotation. And. Who knows what that's going to be? Yeah. I mean, you could make guesses on it. You could guess that the fullbacks will be rotated. You could make a guess that Rashford won't play. Well, we the the fullbacks are out. Young oh, and Shaw are suspended. Young, right. Okay. Oh, for, for yellow cards. Yeah. Or red card. I mean, Ashley Young, did he get sent off? Yeah. Or, um, no. Or Young got sent off. Yeah. Shaw's accumulation. Okay, so they're both. Yeah, so Young's who knows? Is two two yellows. Right, so who knows? <clears throat> and Delow played the Champions League game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's possible you could see like a three man back line and like and no fullbacks. You could. I yeah. mean, you could see. I mean, I mean, yeah. you could see Marcus Rojo somewhere. I mean, like who knows what this is going to look like? You could see four center backs practically. You could yeah. see three center backs and Maddich or something like that. I mean, you could. I mean, who knows? That's that's the reason why I don't like the slate is because that's the late game. Yeah. If, it was, if that wasn't the late game, I wouldn't mind it as much. But yeah. You have to kind of guess on what's going to happen. The McCominay and Fred and I mean the, I, the front line. I mean, I'm as Martial is going to be in Mata. I guess. I mean, like Lingard. Yeah, I mean, we have no I idea. I mean, it's every, everyone's available. Yeah. Every, I mean, everyone could. It depends. You would think that they're going to rotate something. I mean, they, they. it's not like they can rotate 11. Right, because so many players are either suspended or injured. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think they... Is this game necessarily that important for their Premier League season? Uh, I mean... They're three points back of fourth place. So, and yes, two points back but, of fifth place. I mean, yes, yeah. I mean, they're they're not going to fall anywhere lower than sixth. Correct. I mean, they're they're fourteen points ahead of Leicester. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they as far as fighting for a Champions League spot, absolutely, this is important. Yes, but they're actually weighing that with the current season's Champions League that they have next week. They right. travel to Barcelona next week. Right, and the result that they got is not necessarily the They're best still in result. it. 
They're still in it, yes. But giving up an away goal. Yeah, but we saw this with PSG, and that was a significantly bigger deficit. Right. So, who knows? But that's, but, yeah. the, but, that's, but that's the guesswork on this slate. Yep. But when you're not really, you're not going to know. That's why looking at press conferences on Friday and reading some reports who's traveled. Yeah. Which there is no travel. They're playing at home, so you don't even get that. Yeah. Uh, they stay in a hotel the night before, so sometimes okay. there's a indication. Right. But yeah. Basically, there's... If, if mean, this game was I'm, a 10 I'm burying though. the lead. There's basically one player that I need to know whether or not he's going to be in. Yeah, that's the problem. And if I, do, if I don't see that, then it means another. I mean, you. and if he's not in, you're playing a center back. Yeah. I mean, like, that, that's one of those types of situations. And then maybe you do want to play DeLow. If he, like, it's, 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 it's a mess. If Lingard would be in 10, play. Though, would you be stacking Man United? Well, not knowing who's going to play. Is Lukaku starting? If if everybody who you wanted to start started, would you yes, be stacking I consider, Man I consider, I consider playing two or three Man United players. Okay. Yes. Two, yes. At least one. Mm-hmm. You're almost forced to on the construction of this slate in some regard. Uh, my initial build had zero. Oh, my initial build had one. Okay. But an option for a defender slot also, like I, I could take I could take a defender from another in one of the slots, or I could hope and just be able to have something from, right, from Man right, United. Yeah. Like, yeah, right, I mean, one of those things where the, it's like I'm not prioritizing, but it's a matter of if this guy is not in, then I'm kind of screwed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the guy that I would be playing other than him is not someone I'm prioritizing anyway. Just exactly. Like, okay, he's that price. Yeah. I'll take him. Okay, yeah. so let, let's let's go on with Let's this. actually talk about uh, it. I think there are... Yes. I think there are multiple ways you can go in cash at forward. Totally agree. And I think you can, if you'd like, get away with a dinky-do. Is that sub-6 or sub-5,000? And that range, yeah, like sub sub sixty two hundred or something, okay. you know, su- sub that range. I agree with you as well. Right, I'm not sure if it's optimal. In fact, I don't think it's. optimal. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's not. Right, but there there's a case to be made for some of these players. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, although we're talking about forward, I think the problem that we're going to have this slate when it comes to paying up at forward is that there's really no low end midfielders, or at least low mid range, like the. 4,500 to 5,500 range type of midfielders that I think are anything better than $3,500 midfielders. Interesting. Okay. I think at that point, maybe I'm playing defenders in a utility spot mm-hmm. and playing the midfielder Interesting. of that value. But I also, that's why I'm also viewing like the 5K level forwards as these aren't that bad for even if it was in a midfield spot, only because I'm going to have to play someone at this range anyway. So why not fill the midfield spot? Because there are more high-end midfielders that I feel comfortable with. Not the best of plays. Not mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh, it makes me... F- it's not James Madison. Yep, right. Uh, but it's like, okay, I, I could here I could see solid floors here. Yet at the high end of forward, I feel like I'm overpaying for the floors. I, the, the issue that, that I had is... Um, 
I found myself uh, wishing that I, so I, I, I built the lineup and what I do is I then figure out which guys I don't have and like, who did I not put in my build that would scare me that I don't have? And I found that I was more scared of the forwards I didn't have than the midfielders that I didn't have, which kind of ran counter to what I thought was going to happen because there are plenty of midfielders that are worth paying playing. Right. But the forwards that you're not the forward that you wouldn't have may be popular and has a higher ceiling. Yep. And I think I basically I, I view two of them that way. Okay. Because you could build that way. It's just that you have to make concessions in other spots. Mm-hmm. So at the high end for cash games, mm-hmm. you I would assume that you'd agree with me that the two plays in that spot would be Sigurdsson and McNeil. Yes. So Sigurdsson's 9,400. McNeil is 8,600. Mm-hmm. And feel free, if he starts, put JBG in that as well. I agree with that as well. Okay. I'm more inclined... To play McNeil if JBG is not in. And uh-huh. I'm more inclined to play JBG if he's in over McNeil. I think that is exactly what you would do. And I'm also more inclined, if needed, to, if they're both in, play neither of them. I, I understand why you would do that. Right. I'm, I'm more likely to play McNeil in any situation. Okay. Are you more likely to play one of the Burnley guys? Let's say one is in regardless mm-hmm. over Sigurdsson. No. Do you think Sigurdsson's the top forward player of the entire slate? I do. Uh, do you have any worries? Plenty. I don't even oh, know no, what you're not asking. About, oh, no, sorry. not about Sigurdsson. I think <laughs> against Fulham, as a minus one twenty five away favorite mm-hmm. with Fulham's defense the way it is, mm-hmm. uh, I mean Sigurdsson, it's like you're not even om- only playing him for like well he has some like a spree kick set piece responsibility, like he takes shots he dra- draws mm-hmm. fouls he does he does a lot of other stuff open play wise even centrally he he's he really is. Uh, although he has been taking more set pieces recently, but for a while he was more of a Dwight McNeil than a JBG. Right. And, but yeah. I... If given the choice and you can only take one of them, mm-hmm. I know this is a different positional spot. Yeah. No, I, I do you take Sigurdsson this. over Dean? No, I, I know you this. tweeted yeah. this. I know. Um, to me personally, I think Dean is more valuable than Sigurdsson. I agree with you. I've said that all season, though. Right, I know. Yeah, that's why I knew you'd agree yeah. with me. Because you're basically—I mean, if you take a look at just the, like even the per nineties, while Sigurdsson does have obviously a higher ceiling. Yeah. From a non-goal, non-assist perspective, it's the same floor for three thousand less. Yeah, I mean, Dean is like James Madison floor for three thousand. Like, well, maybe not James Madison, but I mean, it he is has, James Madison. Oh, it's the same. I mean, it's like almost the same. Nine, ten point floor. Yeah. Like Dean should be like seventy five hundred. He should be like an upper tier midfielder. Right. He should be like what Milner would be when he plays as a fullback. Like sure. Like you, you view like Milner is typically priced higher than Dean 
on slates with Liverpool on it. Yeah, yeah, because I yeah. view Dean as a better player. It, Dean, like, I think Dean is breaking the defender. The fact that he gets like the clean sheet bonus is just great. Right. But I've I've no qualms about playing both of them. I agree. Sigurdsson and Dean together. I agree. I for a very long time thought it was it was it wasn't the optimal move, and I think it has proven to be it's fine. I think they both have enough open play value that I really I'm, I don't even care about which one of them takes more corner kicks. Yeah. Frankly, if I, I have both of them, I don't care. Just, yeah, just trade them back and forth. Right. I'm okay with a Everton set piece capture method, especially against Fulham. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, specifically in this game. Yeah. Right. Uh, looking at, I would say more GPP options, uh, like a guy like Raúl Jiménez yep. or Ashley Barnes or Calvert Lewin, whoever starts up top for Everton, mm-hmm. Chris Wood. There, I mean, there are yeah, tons. sure. Yeah, there are tons. You All can pretty these. much play 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 on him. I mean, we say like the whole like play whoever you want, but like. These all of these guys have like good situations. The the Burnmouth guys I think are good. Um, I'd play Mitrovic. I mean, Fulham's terrible, but like home against Everton, I'm fine with that. Like, I'd play plenty of guys. Right, but do you consider uh, Man United forwards to be cash viable as the biggest favorite? Lukaku and Martial. Yeah, or Rashford. I don't. Th- I, I. I. don't think I could I, in cash. I can't pay ten one for Rashford. Um, um. And I don't ever play Lukaku in cash. Me neither. So, like, I don't view any of these Man United forwards as cash viable. And that this is outside of even if I knew they were going to play. Right. I. I would understand. I mean, if if you're playing them, you're playing them like you would play any Man City forward. Right. And if they put up a dud at home against West Ham in the middle of two matches against Barcelona, I'm not shocked. And I don't want to have to be unsurprised that I played Rashford in cash and got seven points. Right. But also, I think what helps the decision-making, for me at least, is that although Man United are the biggest favorite, I mean, they're not minus 800 favorites, right? but they're big favorites, Mm -hmm. is that... The other options that I would play, like Sigurdsson or McNeil, mm-hmm. are in very good spots themselves. Not right. like okay spots, very good yes. spots. Yep. It's not like, oh, I'm going to play McNeil against you know Burnley versus Leicester City mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. Watford or like a decent, more decent mid-table side. Right. Where it's like, okay, at least he's a guy with a floor. Yeah. And it's an even match or an even slightly underdog like, I'm not concerned that Everton are away to Fulham. Fulham mm-hmm. are horrible. Yep. And Cardiff are horrible, too. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Burnley's isn't great, but Cardiff is worse. Yes. So, like... Burnley doesn't have a problem scoring. No. So... And Cardiff has a problem scoring. Yes. Which may help on the defender and the goalkeeper end, but... Like, I'm not, I'm not questioning the, the, the matchups here. Yeah. Yes, Man United have a great matchup against West Ham. But the other options are in perfectly fine matchups that I don't feel that I need a goal out of. Yes. I think I can I could get twelve points out of Sigurdsson and eight to ten maybe, depending on if he plays the whole game, out of a McNeil mm-hmm. without a goal or an assist. Mm-hmm. While the Man United guys I view as either they're gonna get me four, four and a half points or something, or get me eighteen. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't even have confidence that any of those guys will get me 28. Like, I'm not, I'm not well, going I mean, you in. You play like, GPP for that. Right. Yeah. But you're not going in thinking, I mean, the total is over three. Mm hmm. But, I mean, that could be a Pogba goal. That could be an, I mean, Lingard goal. That could be anything. I mean, anything. The, the, the attack isn't really concentrated. Right. So that if you see a front line that includes, like, Lukaku and Martial, it's like. Okay. Okay. And same for, Ra- if you see two of these three guys in, like, uh, I, I couldn't pinpoint who's, who's going to really be the one to score. Mm-hmm. I'm going to more prioritize the guy that I think is going to play 90 minutes, if anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think you can do that. Yeah, I don't even I don't know think if you can predict can... that anyway. Right. If he starts, is Richarlison? I mean, Charles is not a cash play at 8,400. Not for me. No. But going down here, like, I'm not paying 7,200 for Ryan Babel. <laughs> that was a weird one. That was a very weird price to me. Like, I'm not sure why he's more than Mitrovic. I don't think he, I don't think he's bad. It's just I don't I don't think he's seventy time. I'm not paying seventy two hundred for him. Yep, no way. I think when we look in the lower range in the dinky do range, mm-hmm. you 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 have a couple of potential options. Yeah, you do. A couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that I would point out, I'm not going to play him, but Hoilet. Hoilet. Yeah, well, I'm saying Dean, so I'm just going to mispronounce all the names. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, I mean, he might not even him. start, but... Right, yeah, but even if he starts, if he did, I, yeah. I'm... Right, I'd rather play Sessignon over Hoylet. Of course you would. I'd rather play Redmond over Hoylet. Yep. I think I think the, the, the options there are, are Sessignon, Redmond, or, if starting, uh, Jahan Bosch. I think Jahan Bosch is the best of the group. I, I, I It's possible that he doesn't even start. Mm-hmm. Because March and Gross are actually in training now. Mm-hmm. Which also scares me a little. I know he's only 5,300. That if he does start, he only plays 60. Mm-hmm. If, if I see Gross and March on the bench, both of them, and it's like Knockhart and Jahan Bosch Murray, like front line, like I'm really I'm concerned about Jahan Bosch playing 90 minutes. Wouldn't you be? Sure. If you see that? Sure. And obviously I'm he not played, about I mean, John he, I don't think he's ever played 90. Oh, I guess he No. Has. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, his last I, four I, starts are 78, 89, 62, and 75, and that's without gross. Right. So. But obviously I'm not as concerned about Jahan Baj if he doesn't start because gross or March is starting. Right. Because then he's just not an option anymore. Right. I don't think you play gross at 8,200, by the way. Not, not if he's, no, I'm not doing that if he yeah. starts, no. I'm just saying. I'll play McNeil over Gross. But you have to admit that the the, the ones that I mentioned are the options. Is there anyone else? Um, No. Because I don't don't think you're playing, like, Arnautovic at 5,100 is cheap, but, like. No, you're not playing any West Ham players at Old Trafford. Are you playing Adama Traore if he lines up as a wingback? No. I'm, I'm, I'm done. You're done? I am. Even though the first like three months of the season was like, if he's in, yeah, if he's in, yeah, and then we, and then if he's in, you're and then like, he was oh, in, man. and I lost a lot of money, and now I don't, now right. he's no longer in for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm surprised how much, cheap but... Glenn Murray is. Now, obviously not for cash, but like, right, that's a surprising price to me. 
for They're Brighton home. being a favorite team. Yeah, right. at home. Like I'm not. That's weird. They they He's they on kept penalties Glenn. And... They kept Glenn Murray's price the same, but they priced up Peter Crouch. Um, where's Crouch? He's now fifty two hundred. <laughs> was four thousand. He's not even in. No, I know, but I mean, okay. it's just uh, who knows? Why why price it up? Yeah, that's weird. But yeah, I, I I agree that all of these guys are fine. I think I, I just don't think having Sessegnon and Hoylet, if they're both starting, um, worth it leads you to anything good, right? It, that, having it's, two of these people doesn't lead you. And it's not that it leads you that it doesn't lead you to something good. It's that you're leaving a lot of good in the player pool, right? I think that the decision you make on taking one of these guys, not two, mm-hmm. I, that's why I say two. I don't think two is optimal, but I could see, I could see you taking one, either Sigurdsson or McNeil mm-hmm. or Goodmanson or whatever, and then taking one of these guys. But that's you're comparing. Do I take one of those guys, uh, and then in the midfield be able to play two eight K midfielders, two specific eight right. K midfielders, right? What I found a little interesting is if you play Sigurdsson and McNeil, you could still play one of those 8K midfielders. Yes, uh, but I think you are also potentially playing one of these forwards in a utility or midfield. Maybe, but no, I don't see that because I'd rather play a defender at that price. Okay. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. I think outside of their forward, like if you tell me that Sessegnon, Redmond, Hoylett, uh, mm-hmm. Jahan Bosch, you tell me that they don't have forward eligibility, I like them a lot less. I think they're slightly. I mean, their 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 value comes in that they could fill a forward spot. But I mean, I I'd I much think, rather. I don't. Think I'd much a rather. Though. I think you're you're right about the utility that you'd rather play a defender. But I don't right. think there's a midfielder in their price range that is better than them. That's correct. But that's what I said earlier. Yeah. I said that. But that's the point that I made earlier of, like, between 4,000 and 5,500 at midfield, I don't like anyone. Yeah. But that includes them. Yeah. That's why it's like I'd rather go underneath that or above Or that. above it. Yep. Okay. So not – and if I'm going to – if I am stuck in a spot where I have in that middle, I'd rather take a defender. You missed a guy that you seem to mention every podcast. I did? Mm-hmm. Well, Jordan Ive hasn't been starting. There it is. <laughs> okay. So he, he hasn't been starting at all, and yet all you do is mention him every week. Yeah, whatever. And if Jordan Ive, would you play him at 4,800 if he starts? Eh, not necessarily. I why am I there? I'd, I'd rather play a defender at that price. No, he's your second instead of Jahan Bosch or Hoylet. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying Sigurdsson that I'd rather, play the, I'd rather just play Sigurdsson and McNeil. Oh, okay. And then not have to, and then play... I'd still need to have a $4,800 guy in my utility yep. or something, and then I'd play defender. Okay, okay. But at, at midfield. I, I think, before you go uh, explaining which one, who the two are, I think there are four that are worth considering. Four in, in the upper range. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised you yeah. think that there were two easy ones. I think there are two... I think two are above any of the other options that I know what you're going to mention. Okay. I, I know think what Ryan Frazier is the top one. Yes. Number one. Yeah. 
Ryan Frazier at 8,300 on the context of this slate is probably slightly too cheap. Agreed. Probably should be 8,800, yep. 8,900. Yep. And is the other one, right? Uh, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> is Pogba one of the four for you? No. Oh, so you're off the Pogba train now It's now that he's 8,700. Because you were playing a bit 9,800 when yeah, apparently when he, he was, had a 10-point yeah, floor. Yeah, he was fine then. Do you he's think even okay Pogba now. plays? Do you think he starts even? Uh, I don't care. I'm right. not playing him. Right, and and there's no way that even if it's like, oh, well, I think Pogba's a good play, and I'm not sure if he's starting. There's no, because what are you going to do? It doesn't exactly. start. You have, and you, what, you're going to end up, I'm going to pay all the way down for like Snodgrass or yeah, something? Exactly. Lingard, uh, then I'm sorry. Yep. You leave money so you can fit Martial in a midfield spot? I don't even want to get it. It's not worth it. For it's him. not worth it, yep. I think the second option is James Ward-Prowse. I thought you'd say that. I could understand, depending on the starting lineup, that Knockhart would be in play. But I'm very hesitant to pay 8000 for him. I, the same way, I'm way more hesitant to pay 7800 for Camarasa. I think Camarasa is better than Ward-Prowse and Knockhart. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You've been You've been dogging on him all season? All season. All season. And now you're on board. Yeah. Why wouldn't you rather just not play, just play Josh Murphy instead? Set pieces. Uh, what happens if Rawls is on also? Ah, get out of here. We're not fighting relegation with Rawls. But how many set pieces do you think they're going to get against Burnley? Burnley. Okay. Well, I played guys against Burnley last week and that didn't work out. <laughs> um... You, th- you, you think Camarasa is safer than JWP? Yeah, I do. Really? I think I think part of yeah, that is— I think you overrate I, Wolves now. I think I think you're viewing Wolves— I was just about to I'd say ra- that. I Southampton think that, at home, I'd rather than Cardiff away. Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not thrilled about either of these two. I'm much more—I I like Frazier. If I'm going to pick one of these guys, it's going to be Frazier. Yeah, he's uh, he's not even part of the conversation, though. Like right. He's the easy one. But the the thing is, is that if you're going to play two high-priced forwards, you're taking Frazier, and then you don't have to worry about any of this. Yes. Because you can't take any, you a can't second it, right. person here. Yep. The only time that you could take a second person here is if you you're playing the, the fifth, 5K Redmond. Uh, right. John you're playing Bosch Redmond, Toilet, Jahan Bosch, one of those guys, Sessegnon, uh, in order to play Frazier and one of these guys. Right. So that's why the I'm looking at that going— is me giving up Sigurdsson or McNeil? Do I would I rather like is McNeil or Sigurdsson more valuable in the forward spot than taking James Ward-Prowse, Knockhart, Camarasa? Obviously not Westwood for seventy three hundred. Really? Uh, you sure about r- that? Are Are you kidding me? Yes, I am. Obviously, <laughs> seventy three hundred. Well, he scored a goal and assist last time. Got to do it again, right? Ashley Westwood. Oh, I think if I told you like two months ago that Ashley Westwood would be seventy three hundred on this slate, you would stop playing DraftKings soccer that day. You'd be like, forget <laughs> it, because that some that the system is broken, and I don't want to be a part of that. But I feel more. I I feel that one of those two forwards, specifically McNeil, because I'm much more confident with Sigurdsson. Mm-hmm than I am with anything else up there Mm -hmm. that McNeil has enough of a floor and like the probability weighing the risk probability of like obviously coming off or 
having a four or five point game, then I am confident that Ward Prowse, Knockhart, Camarasa can put up a ten point score that I'll need. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I'm I'm going in going like can I lock in ten points for Knockhart? No. Camarasa? No. Even Ward Prowse? No. So if I if I Frazier, I feel much more confident to say, can I get ten points out of Frazier? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think more times than not, I'm going to get double digits out of him. Mm-hmm. So if I'm wishy-washy on these other three guys, why don't I just fill a forward spot instead of hoping that Nathan Redmond has a seven-point game right. for his salary? Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not. I'm not scared of these people. Yeah, th- I mean, obviously there are other moving parts based on where you use the salary, but I just went of the. I don't even want to say it's six because it's really five because I know Frazier's one of them. So, like, of if Sigurdsson, McNeil, Ward-Prowse, Knockhart, and Camarasa were my options, and they're like, take two, I think I'm taking Sigurdsson and McNeil anyway, regardless of position eligibility. I, th- I still value J- J- JWP. Okay. But, I mean, but he's not—the thing is, he's not, he's not that far ahead. Right, so the so then then it becomes a positional thing. Right, and it becomes a positional thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like he's not that far ahead, but this guy has forward eligibility. Right, so I don't I'm, I don't have to play one of those five k dinkies. Right, that I'm not really confident in. That's why I look at, I look at these guys and I go like, do they have that significantly higher of a floor than Matinho at sixty seven hundred? I'm like, is it worth? 1300 more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I go, no. It's like, if I'm going to play these guys, why don't I just play Matinho and save the money? And maybe I have one and a half point less floor, but okay. Yeah. Matinho could get six points. I have no problem with that. But then these other guys could end up with six points also. Mm-hmm. Are you on the Matinho train? Um, I don't think he's, I don't think at that, pr- I think he's efficiently priced. And not necessary. Yeah. But if you want to put him in, put him in. I mean, I think still he, better than the other. It's still better than 7,300 Ashley Westwood. Yeah. 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 I'd much rather, I'd much rather play if I knew the lineup, depending on how it shook out, play Lingard at 6,500. But I, I, there's no way I'd know about it. But it has to go a certain way. I, I think the difficulty in this range is that you, it, it it affects much more than just this spot. Right. Like, you're really paying down if you want to be in this range for one spot. Right. If, if, Possib- you, if you already have... Fra- right. If you already have two high-priced forwards and Frazier, and you take one of these guys, you basically can't take Lucas Dean yep. anymore. Yep. And I... And if I had to compare Bettina with 6,700 and Dean at, at 6,400, I play Dean every time. Would you play Dean at 9,000? No. Okay. No, that, that, that there's, I, I don't, I don't see how you, how you could do that without because then you'd have to play two low priced midfielders, and I'm, I when you look down no, no, there, no, no. you play one one low priced forward. But even then, uh now 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 it makes it even worse. No. No. Ugh. No. Okay. Okay. No, you don't have to. You can have them for sixty four. Right. But like Lingard would be in play if like Mod is not in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and for like it, it, when you when you look and like they're playing a three man back line, yeah. And you look and you go, 
Go, Rashford's not in. You go, who, who's over dead balls for this team? Yeah. And you go, okay, I guess I, Lingard may play 90 because why not? Yeah. But it has to shake out that way, and you're not going to know that. Mm-hmm. And it's not worth it, even in that case, for the 6,500 to risk that. To risk it, right. Right. You, you do that, and then he's not in, or it doesn't shake out that way. If it if it doesn't shake out that way and he's in, you've now overpaid for Lingard. Right. And if he's not in, now, you, where, now yeah, you're where playing you Snodgrass. Go? Right. Now you're playing a West Ham player. Yeah. If you have the 100. Right. Where you're playing... Right. But even though you're playing Antonio, you're playing, yeah. you know, you play, or, you, or you're leaving 3K on the table or yep. something. Yep, yep, yep. I think March is underpriced if he starts. 6,000? Mm-hmm. Yes, I would agree with you. But I, I'm also concerned about how long would he go if he did start. Not, actually, no. I think if he does, yeah, well, he comes off anyway a lot of times. It really depends what they throw out because I'm more, if, I'm more concerned about March when Knockhart is not in. Because he becomes a much better play, though. Right. I think it, e- it like evens if, out. Right. If less March min- is he's in, better for less minutes. Right. If March is in and Knockhart and Gross are out, I love March. Mm-hmm. But if March is in and Knockhart's in and Gross isn't, I'm not going to... March doesn't really play that type of position that, that Gross comes in for him. Gross comes in for, like, Knockhart or, or Jahan Bosch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or whoever, like, you know, to play in, like, the 10, not, like, as a winger. Yeah. But I don't even think he's... St- I, I think he, he's been out that he'd be on the bench and he comes in for 25 minutes yeah, at the end. Be, yeah. But, yeah, no, no. I I, I think 6,000, if he if he's in, is, is not... It's worth consideration. Mm-hmm. Depending on how the lineup shakes out. Are we going back to, like, remember that one game back in October for Fred? 5,400? Because um, I'm not. <laughs> um, because I, without any of that. Cause the I, late I'm, game I'm, takes the decision out of our hands anyway. Right, thankfully. of course. But even if you ourselves. did, like, even if you did know, yeah, Fred has the floor of a $3,500 player. Mm-hmm. Like you could uh, for two thousand less, you get someone with about the same floor with like the hope of set pieces because right. I'm just it's not worth it. At least Lingard has more upside. Yep. If I'm going to go that way. Yeah, yeah. For GPP, I think uh, David yeah. Brooks is finally priced down enough where you could take a shot on. I agree. Him. Not when he was eight thousand. Yeah. And then we get into, that's why I view this range as the dead range. I ain't playing West Ham players against uh, uh, Man United. I think there's one guy. Yeah, defensive oh, There's obviously two that you would consider if they started. If you keep going down. Sari? Yep. But he, I mean, he, he's, he's, I don't think, I don't, I don't think he'll, he may not play the rest of the year. I know. But if he's starting, he's out of you're favor completely. Yes, of course. At yeah. 4,100. Yes. Yeah. I just don't think he does. Would you play, not that they ever play together because they play the same position, but would you play McNeil and Brady? Oh, yeah. Brady at 4,000 is easy. I mean, I don't But care. is it easy because, but you're also playing But, but Brady with... would become, but we have to, that's in the case that Brady plays on the opposite side mm-hmm. that he would normally play 
because McNeil is yeah. playing with him. So I, I, I just don't see it happening. We've been saying this for weeks. I think they play Hendrick or Goodmanson and McNeil on. McNeil's been playing well enough that Wise Brady doesn't have to play. Yeah, I agree. I don't consider Rawls to be that great. That that great. That much of a consideration, even if he is in. I agree. At four thousand. I think there are plays in this range that uh, are in consideration uh, outside of the one guy. that Outside of Juan Mata. Because I think Juan Mata at 3,900, I know I know we ran into a, a four-point game the other time. Mm-hmm. But at home, favored that much to West Ham if Mata plays in the front three. And being that he probably is not in the Champions League plans at all. Why not just let him run out for 90 minutes? I Juan right. Mata is the player I was referencing at the beginning of this podcast. Um, right. I, I'm i not going to play him because it's the late game. Like, that's why I'm not playing Juan Mata. Because if he's not in, you're, you're basically you're taking a center back. Yep. But I think Juan Mata is an okay play on this slate at that price. But the the lineup uncertainty worries me. But how, with what who they have available, mm-hmm. who would would they be play? They they essentially have to play the same guys that played ninety minutes, just in the Champions in the Champions League. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I just don't see. They're going to have to have some amount of rotation, even in the front. Well, I think Martial will start because he didn't. Right. Um, I, Lukaku I can see only played 68. Right. No, I see Lukaku starting also. I see Martial, Lukaku, Mata. Oh, okay. They rest Rashford. And then they play Pogba, Fred. McTominay. McTominay. Maddich gets a, you know, he finally gets, you know, some whatever. And then they, who knows, the fullback. And then maybe Delo and Rojo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, and then, then there's your lineup. And then out of all those players, like, who's going to be playing in the Champions League? And maybe you throw Lin. No, you have to throw Lingard in. But who's going to be playing in the Champions Then Lukaku comes out at 65. Mm-hmm. Pogba comes out at 65. Yeah. Maybe even Delo comes out at 65. Like, that type of, you know, like, you look and go, I don't expect Juan Mata to start in the Champions League. Mm-hmm. So, like. From a ninety-minute perspective, it's like I'm looking at the people that didn't start the last game to get more minutes. So you playing Juan Mata if he starts, or without knowing? If but he I'm just, uh, what I'm saying is that there are other options. There are other, if you need them, options that I don't think are that horrible. I mean, they're towards the horrible end, mm-hmm. but they're not that horrible. So, like we mentioned, Rawls. There was one like, that jumped not- out at me. Jumped. Out. I don't know. If that, there's none that jumped out at me, but there are ones that I'm like, I could, I could accept it. I guess. Okay. Basuma is one of them for you. Yes. Because he always Basuma. Yes. Basuma at 3800. Mm-hmm. But with Gross and March back in the picture, either he's there's not no way in, he's on set pieces. And then, right. And there's no way he's on set pieces, and uh, he could come out at 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, I think one of them is Dendocker. Hmm. Look at you. If you look. As far as tackles, and he gets in Southampton, I think for 4,000, I think you can get four points out of him. I agree. I think you could say the same for Tom Kearney. Mm-hmm. 
You could get three or four points. I mean, like, still better than Jack Cork. Still better than Dan Gosling. I got another one. Aaron Gunnarsson. Who I would love oh, to really? play with Sigurdsson and JBG, but... That's if he starts. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Zambo and Gisa. Oh, no. I'm but not. he's another one. He's, te- ta- he's similar to Dendocker. That's why, like, these guys, I don't want to play. Mm-hmm. But if you're down in this range, like, I still think these guys are better than center backs. Oh, I totally agree about that. I, I was looking at all of those guys and thinking they're all fine. And I think I would probably play Mata, which for That's somebody who never wants to play Mata, I think said more about Mata than it did about the other guys. Right. Well, I think taking the risk and going, well, maybe he doesn't start. It's still better than going, should I take the risk on Mata as probably the primary set piece taker if he's in, in that lineup with those fullbacks suspended for the biggest favorite on the slate at home with a three total? Uh, or do I just lock in my Dendocker points? Like, you don't say that to yourself, mm-hmm. right? Do I lock in, do I lock in, uh, the, I mean, like the Basuma 60 minute appearance, mm-hmm. like, no, I'd, I'd rather just take the risk. And if he's not in, then great. Then I have Chris Small in my lineup, whatever. No, no, no. Mark Noble. Oh yes. Or have, Declan Rice. Had, like they have, yeah. You get your you Noble know, you penalty. To, yeah. You never, you could luck into that. Yeah. Knock out or the whatever. De Gea clean I mean, but sheet. That's, yeah, but that that's obviously not optimal. You wouldn't be playing these guys. It's like, well, they, I don't mind playing either Juan Mata or Declan Rice. Like that, Juan Mata is not that far down the list. Or maybe it is for you. I would rather play Mata. Would you rather play Andre Gomez? No. Then Mata. Well, then the other guy, then Dendocker and Kearney were mentioning all these guys. Yeah, I, th- I, I think the problem is I actually think Mata's floor is lower than those guys. Really? Yeah, I do. Um, but the potential but the, the other guys have no overwhelming favorite is, it puts him ahead. Right. Well, the other guys have no ceiling. Exactly. Like, like, like well, none. Well, the dip, like, we're talking, like, Kearney and... And Dendocker, these are guys that have like, oh, I think I could get three and a half points as a floor. And you look at Mata and go, Mata could show up with a two-point game. But it's very rare that like Zambo and Guisa has a double-digit game. But you could see that at a Mata. We see that all the time where he's like, he has two peripheral points and two assists. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Right. And, right. Or, or a luck or a goal. I mean, just like he'll, he'll be part of a score in some regard. And then you look and you go, well, his floor was one and a half. Mm-hmm. But the other guy, Zambo and Gisa or something like that, you're like, okay, I got my four points. Yep. And if someone played Mata and he scores, well, I'm, I'm, I'm screwed. Yeah. I don't see these guys scoring or even assisting on goals. Right. So a defender, it's Lucas Digna. Mm-hmm. Digny. Mm-hmm. It's Dean, and, and you're paying him. You're paying. You're playing him and someone else. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what you're doing in other positions, right? I don't think paying down in two spots is optimal. I think you're playing Dean. Mm-hmm. At least in cash, right? For sure. No, I think the I conversation is who else are you playing? Okay. Uh, I think 
you can make a case. This is what I mean by if you're using a utility slot, not the second defender slot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, technically, it would be either or. If you're playing three defenders, mm-hmm. I think. I don't think you you play these guys as double defender. Is I think you could play one of the Southampton fullbacks. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think they're, but I think they're efficiently priced. Yeah, you're, I think you're Bertrand playing, um, and Valeri. Yeah, these are the guys you're uh, playing instead of Renman or Jahan Bosch. Right. Or I put him in the same category. In fact, I may, I think maybe he's worth more than the Southampton fullbacks is Joe Bryan. Hmm. There, there are some sharp players that have been playing him, mm-hmm. which includes myself, not realizing that Joe Bryan is actually has more of the set piece responsibility and he's an attacking fullback. Mm-hmm. So if you take a look at his floor, his floor is higher than the Southampton fullback. Mm-hmm. And they're at home. He may not even be in the lineup. Who knows? Fuller may rotate, and who knows who they'll play since they're relegated. Right. But if he's in 5,100, I'll play Joe Bryan over any of those 5K forwards. Sure. I'll play Bertrand over and Valeri over any of those Right, that's what forwards. I was going to say, yeah. Right, but I mean, that's what I'm viewing this as. And I'm also going to play these guys over any of the midfielders in that range. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, when we go down, I like Delo if he's in. Yeah, why not? I mean, they have no fullbacks. I mean, and if he plays and they play three in the back, I mean, he's, now he's playing as a wingback. I mean, he's been playing as a midfielder for a while anyway. Right, I know. Yeah. I, right. Yeah, I think they're fine. I think the Wolves fullbacks are fine. Mm-hmm. The Wolves wingbacks. Yep. No matter who starts. Right. So if you're going to get Vinagre, if you're going to get Johnny, if mm-hmm. you can get Doherty, I think they're, pro- they're probably slightly underpriced. I think the but, your boy Mar- Martin Montoya is a little overpriced. Yes. I, I've, I've, wore, I've worn him out. <laughs> right I was playing Montoya because he was like 3800 yeah he was just racking up my luck box assists hey, did you play him last week yeah yeah seven and a half without any right I know yeah, it was very good people don't notice sharp. these things right sharp like he's not Gaten Bong Gaten Bong doesn't do anything yeah then all the way down at the bottom do not play at, 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 at any point. Do not get suckered in, and do not play Lee Peltier. <laughs> I was wondering who that was going to, but because he's going to be, the, he's probably going to be the cheapest fullback yeah. available. Yeah, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. I think Ma- center Matthew backs Lowton, have higher floors than him. Yeah, Matthew Lowden at thirty seven hundred is pretty good. Since he actually, yeah, one of the Burnley week. fullbacks. Yeah, yeah, you're going to rely a lot more on tackles, I guess. He crosses a little bit, but yeah, thirty-seven hundred for Lowton looks pretty good when Charlie Taylor's five thousand, right? And I'm not playing a Cunningham at thirty-nine hundred mm-hmm. for Cardiff on the other side of Peltier, right? But it depends. Like if Lowton's not in, then Bardsley's in. Do you play Bardsley at thirty-eight hundred? That's not horrible. It's pretty horrible. Yeah, but it's not horrible. Horrible. Yeah, you're gonna win a ton of money with Phil Bardsley and Juan Mata. 
If Callum Chambers is in, he's not going to be a midfielder. No, yeah, that's I miss. Don't don't get fooled by him. Cheat code no longer. How about Nathaniel Klein at thirty six hundred? No, he's a fullback. I mean, he's a center back basically. Center back stats. Yeah. A lot of ones in the cross category. That's it. But even like if Marcus Rojo starts, I mean, like I don't even know where the hell he's going to even be playing. I think that is actually going to be the, the difficulty is that he does play out wide and he does play as a center back. And so you're going to have that whole thing. Like, I think he's playing out wide because they have all these other guys. And then you look and like Lindelof is at left back and you're like, what? Right. And at 3,200, if he doesn't start now, you're playing Angelo Ogbonna. Right. Right. Cause it's the late game and who knows? Right. Is it worth it? I need to get Rojo at 3,200. It's worth the risk. Right. I don't think so. Agreed. Worst case scenario, Mata doesn't start, and then you play Rojo. And then, uh, fine, great. It's a utility spot. You can do whatever you want. No, you play Noble. Why? Why you play Noble? Over Chris Smalling or Marcus Rojo? Why not? Clean sheet equity. <sighs> Noble has no clean sheet. He has is, he is a one-and-a-half-point floor and penalty kick upside. That's decent upside. Uh, what are you, Valdo? <laughs> I wish I was that sharp. Guy gets right? every he's, mark. He's no Luka Milivojevic. Yeah. Ugh. Crystal Palace in the next slate. Luka has to be at least 10K, right? Oh, yeah. Penalty kicks just happen every, every, every time. But, but I mean, you have to admit, he has a higher chance with Zaha playing than anyone else. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the reason. I mean, to me, I think that's the reason. Because their style of play, where uh, where Townsend and Zaha both cut in, yeah, and they just said, go more get likely to get fouled. Yeah, right. What do you think about goalkeeper? Play whoever you want. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, there is a path to paying up. There's a path. I don't know. I don't know if it's the right, correct path. Yeah. I mean, you can. I'm not going to pay 5300 for Tom Heaton, even though he's against Cardiff. I prefer Tom Heaton to De Gea. I think that's reasonable, especially since you had Mark Noble. Right, of course. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to have that negative correlation. Why would you want your win-clean sheet ruined by Mark Noble? But they're all, I mean, they're goalkeeper. It's all the same. Right, you could play Matt Ryan alongside Ryan Frazier, but I'd rather not do that. I'd rather just not pay up over there. Would you play Fabianski with Mata? Yeah, why not? Because you're basically playing Mata for his two assists. The goalkeeper. I mean, he could get four saves and give up two goals and be fine at that price. Mm -hmm. If you're not playing any Brighton, you could play Boric, because I'm assuming Begovic ain't going to start. Ever again. Begovic had had the worst goalkeeper rating in that game (laughs) of any goalkeeper of the entire Premier League. (laughs) Of course, I played him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Not you. Ha. Right. Ha. Tables are turning. You can make a case for any. You could play. All the players that we mentioned. All the players that we mentioned, you could even play with the goalkeepers against. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. I mean, literally, you could even play. The Fulham goalkeeper by and still play Sigurdsson and Dean. Yeah, and Sigurdsson and Dean could both get double digit points without a goal and assist, 
and and so could Rico. And right, and or, Rico or could win the game one nothing and have a twenty point. I mean, like it, it it could be anything. Yeah, it doesn't matter at Why all. Why do we except ball? that it matters more than every other position? Right. <laughs> so it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Right? It's going to be the difference between you winning and losing, although you cannot predict what it's going to be. Right. Because it's going to be like, it's going to be a fifth of your score or a quarter of your score, potentially. And figuring out what it's going to be. And, and you could, and I could list you, Andrew, I could list you if I was Nostradamus, the score lines of these games, and you still wouldn't be able to know the point totals. Yeah. 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 Right? That's how that's how ridiculous goalkeeper is. Where I could, unless there's a zero involved, even then though, even then, right? Well, even then, right? But at least you know if it's a zero, like it's a one nothing. Like you know it. it no, 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 it's probably at least ten points. Like you take that. Oh, if you, if you like, knew that because right, right, you're so right. uncertain, you need the about entire score there though. Right, but let's say I, I if I if there were no clean sheets on this slate, and I listed. The the, mm-hmm. the the scores, like it could, all these games could be one one, and the goalkeeper differences could be well maybe not one one. I could like two to one, and one goalkeeper could have sixteen points, and one goalkeeper could have negative four in the same score. Well, on the flip side of that, if there were five scoreless draws, it could still be the difference between five and twenty. That's correct, or even a one nothing game. Like you, you tell me that Burnley win this game one nothing. Heaton could have, well, maybe not Burnley out of all the teams. Maybe though but, he could have. But maybe 12. though, right? Uh, Burnley, Burnley has ten. Uh, Heaton has ten points. Yeah, and Etheridge has twelve. Right, because he made six saves, right. seven saves. Yep. Or Matt Ryan, like you play Matt Ryan, Bournemouth win two to one. Boric has negative has neg- has three. Right. And Ryan has 10. Yep. I mean, like, that's that's what I mean. You could pre- predict the score, and you still don't know what the goalkeeper mm-hmm. did, mm-hmm. point-wise. Yeah. Well, you're welcome to everybody for that analysis. If you told me that before, and I'm still locking in the guys that get the clean sheets. Sure. The wins, clean sheets, like, uh, whatever. Then if you have a cheap goalkeeper that went off, then fine. Good luck to you, sir. Because if I knew that, truthfully, if I knew that, if I knew that the most expensive keeper, if I could just pay fifty seven hundred for ten points, I would lock that in every time, every time, and then I'd build my lineup around. Them. Yes, and I'd be like, like, well, why are you paying up for goalkeeper? That means you can't get Sigurdsson and McNeil. I don't care. Yeah. I'm getting ten points at goalkeeper. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so much variance. Like, just give me ten points at goalkeeper every slate. And I'll win on the other positions, and you, and I'll figure out the rest. Yes, that's how ridiculous this is. But of course, you pay up a goalkeeper, and then it, once they give up a goal, you're dead. Then you get the then you get the times where oh, who's going to pay up a keeper? You pay up for keeper for a team where like Man you pay up for De Gea, and Man United go up early, and then decide to bunker. Uh huh. And then you get the that thirty point game because they didn't decide they after four minutes they're like we're fine with one nothing West Ham feel free to shoot yeah twenty four shots if you'd like yep but then you also get the opposite where 
Fabianski zero... has uh, negative points for the giving up the one, the first goal and no saves because West Ham just has the ball the rest of the time to score. Right. Or the opposite happens where Fabi- Fabianski, uh, you, you play you play uh, Fabianski and uh, Man United can't score at all and Chicharito has some luck box goal. Right, right, right. At some point in the game, <laughs> Fabianski is the one with 26 points because, yes, he, he made uh, eight saves as well as the win in the clean sheet. Right. And just realize those 26 points, like your total lineup only scored 68. <laughs> right? So like, box goal? No way. I don't know. I, but I think we complain less about goalkeeper. I think the main complaint, I mean, I think goalkeeper scoring should be changed. Yeah. But in general is because, like, we don't complain <laughs> in NFL about defenses, which could be just as variant a return touchdown, defensive touchdowns, that type of thing, regardless of the score. Because an NFL lineup typically is going to, on most weeks, going to score 150. Right. The defense, even the outlier defense scores 22. yeah. Like it's in the comparison of a 150-point score, the difference between 8 and 20 or 2 and 11 is not that big of a deal. But in soccer, like, that's why, like, even on, like, Champions League slates, like those six-game Champions League slates, sometimes the goalkeeper doesn't matter as much because there's so many goals that are getting scored that the cash line is 110. So, like, the difference between an eight-point goalkeeper and a negative-two goalkeeper may not matter as much, but on some of these Premier League slates where we see it's five games and there's a total of six, yeah. seven goals, and three of the goals were scored by substitutes or an own goal, so those and those assists aren't, aren't in there. And you just look and you go, okay, the cash line is 58. But there's there's two goalkeepers with 22-point scores. Right. And one with two with negative fours. And you're like, well, that's a third of the scoring. I think the, the there are two bigger differences, though, with this NFL thing, is that the defenses, even if you pay all the way up for defense, they're still usually the cheapest guy in your lineup. Right. And the top, the difference from the top to the bottom is much tighter than goalkeeper. And we usually have more than 20 defensive options. Whereas in goalkeeper, we tend to have like at the most 16 and that's, that's right. really rare. Right. But on, a, on an average slate, like a four game slate right. is eight, keepers. eight, right. And if you pay all the way up, that's the price of like a midfielder. You probably want to pay. Whereas if you pay all the way up for defense, it's like a th- backup running back. Right. So there's the goalkeeper. Long, the, yeah, it was a long goalkeeper conversation. Wow. Right, which ends up with play whoever you want. <laughs> Anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. You can also find us in the Rotowire subscriber Discord. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat if you would like to join. Jordan, thank you for all that, and good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.